welcome back, and thank you especially for listening during this spookiest time of the year. Speaking of spooky, what is witchcraft exactly? Do you immediately picture a wizened old woman living in the woods? The truth is that it flourishes just under the surface of all religions, because it is their source. No matter how grand we make our effigies to whatever god is the main focus of a place or time, there are always those people with personal relationships with an esoteric pantheon of deities. Men and women who walk at the edge of the world and peer over the hedge into another place. Sometimes, though, when you look into another place, it looks back. If you met me on the street, you would think that I'm like the last kind of person that would have any kind of history with this sort of stuff. I'm admittedly a square, but my grandma, the woman who raised me, she was the neighborhood wise woman. Now, I bet you think that sort of stuff doesn't exist outside of children's books, but I promise you, you know one. I mean, think about it. The older lady in your family who everyone goes to for advice, it doesn't always have to be a witch, but granny was one. A witch, I mean. She wasn't what you'd expect, though. She wasn't some uptight and serious lady. When people ask her what she did exactly, when she tied up conjure bags for them, she'd laugh and tell them just a little practical black magic. And grandma would laugh and laugh. Not that she ever invoked harm on anyone. She always said evil came back to people who put it out. She had a few students, though, and this story is about one of them. I was about nine years old when Tabitha came banging at the door late one Friday night. It wasn't dark or stormy. It was hot in the fifth floor walk-up apartment that Grandma and I were living in. She and I were positioning a couple of fans to try to cool things off when Grandma walked toward the door and opened it to reveal one of the neighborhood girls who came by often. Tabitha was soaked in sweat and babbling. Granny brought her over to the couch. What in the hell did you try to do, child? I know you stole that book off my shelf. Tabitha choked out a bizarre story. After her boyfriend left her, she built a figure of wax and put a knot of his and her hair together and about six drops of blood into it. I wanted to bring us back together. Gran was livid. You can't go playing with love spells or death spells. I warned you. She begged Gran for help. I knew in the end Gran would help her. She just wanted to scare her a little. They bickered back and forth, but my attention was drawn toward the hall. Strange footsteps were coming up the stairs. I walked closer to the door. Each step was like a wet smack against the ancient stone steps of our pre-war apartment. I crept closer, dragging the metal chair from the dinette so I could get my eye up to the peephole. The chair made a loud scraping sound and Grandma called after me. I put my eye to the peephole just as the thing got to our landing. It was in the shape of a man, but not an especially tall one, but powerfully built. But it, was, it wasn't made of flesh and bone. It was like layers of white wax and long hair matted with blood. A disgusting creature. But it moved slowly. I scrambled to engage as many locks and bolts and latches as I could. I turned quietly to see that my grandmother had crept up behind me. There's something out there. She swung her head back to Tabitha. This is your fault, so you're going to help me. Get the big pot boiling on the stove. She turned to me. Baby boy, I need your help too. Use the fire escape to get up to the roof. Granny needs that big bag of birdseed. We got to distract it. Tabitha and I did as we were told, and Grandma told me that I was going to open the door quickly when she was going to throw the bag of birdseed out the door. We have to get rid of this. 
but it's going to take a half an hour to brew up the right elixir. Grant said, I've seen this before. We can distract it. If we spill grain in front of it, it will be compelled to count all the pieces. I think this bag ought to keep him from wandering off. Now be careful. This thing is going to do who knows what to Tabitha. So we need to do this quickly. You undo all the locks except one. Then I'll throw the seed out and we both close the door and lock it up. One, two, three. I don't think I ever moved so fast in my life. After we caught our breath, we peered out the people and Grand was right. The disgusting homunculus was indeed counting each grain. The next few hours, Grant and Tabitha worked at the stovetop. We repeated our quick work with the door. This time, Grant and Tabitha throwing the pot of boiling elixir over the OCD-stricken creature. To be honest, I really began to feel bad for it. Can't we just leave it, Grant? She responded, oh, hell no. You can't keep a hawking homunculus in the hallway. It violates the lease. But it didn't ask to be born, I said. Grant told me that no one does. Later, when our neighbor came home to us cleaning up the mess of birdsey, Grandma claimed huge rats were to blame. And you know what? He didn't even bite an eyelash. Anyway, um, I guess I have more of these if anyone's interested. And remember, sometimes the most boring folks have the strangest stories. Not that I mind being boring. Hit to be square, am I right? <laughs> Sorry.